What's up, everybody? Michael Nettemeyer here and Joe Geary, and we are your hosts of the Whitwin Podcast, whatever it takes, whenever it's needed. What we're talking about today, time blocking and calendar management. It's a thing most people struggle with for whatever reason. I've struggled with it. I think, Joe, you struggled with it. Mm -hmm. We see a lot of agents, new agents and seasoned agents struggle with it. And if you can get in the habit of really starting to get good and diligent at utilizing your calendar and following your calendar and sticking to your time blocks, sticking to your calendar, you're going to see a lot of success in your business. Because I know early on in my day, back in the day, Joe, when I first got into real estate, I was uh, we didn't have calendars on our phone. There's no such thing as Google Calendar, at least not that I knew of back then. This is in 05. I used a paper calendar that the title company gave me. And I think agents, some agents probably still use paper calendars. My mom fought it for a long time. She's also in the business and she loved her paper calendar. Uh, but what I found with my paper calendar was I would never have it with me. And I would tend to double, once I started getting busy, I would double book myself all the time because I would never look at my calendar. Somebody would say, yeah, I can meet Friday at two. I'd say, yep, I'll be there. Not remembering I had a Friday appointment at two o'clock and I was terrible at following my calendar. Now with technology and advancements and everything like that, I think it's far easier to follow a calendar today than it was five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And for whatever reason, we still see a lot of people struggle with it. Would you agree with that? 100%. I think it's big, too, if you're someone who's self-employed, owns a business, or someone who's even in sales, where you don't have someone to tell you what your schedule is. Mm -hmm. you know, if you have a normal job, they'll dictate exactly what your schedule looks like, and you really don't have an option on you know where you're going to be at 1 o'clock. You're going to be at work. You're going to be working versus, hey, if you're someone who's self-employed, you have to go out there, get your business, go on appointments, meet with contractors, or whatever that looks like for you. You have to be able to manage your schedule. So it's very important to be able to uh, set it up, number one, and then organize it and also look at it regularly so you make sure, you know, number one, you're not missing your appointments or you're not, like you said, double booking. And then number two, you're actually having a calendar of someone who's highly successful and not just someone with a whole bunch of white spaces yeah. where you're just kind of doing stuff when you feel like it and just kind of piddling around, which we see a lot of people do that. Yeah, a lot of people just wake up and they don't have a plan for their day. They just let their day run them instead of running their day. And so it starts with knowing what what I would do with my calendar is look at, okay, let's just say, and now's a good time of year too because you know we're rolling on December, the first of the year is going to be here. But where am I, start with your personal stuff. What do you intend to do next year? Vacations, when you're going to be out of town, maybe you're going to some sort of conferences, maybe you're, put all of that stuff on your calendar and then start looking at what are the daily habits that I'm supposed to be doing that I've committed to to keep pushing my business forward. And I should put those things on, things like lead generation. If you can get in a consistent habit of lead generating around the same time every single day, like let's say like for me back in the day it was 8 a.m. Every day at 8 a.m. I was in the office on the phone from about 8 to 9.30, 10 o'clock, something like that, doing a variation of different things, calling like things like expireds for sale by owners, calling internet leads, doing follow-up calls, calling my database, whatever it is. But I knew every single day now I had an appointment from 8 to 10. And what that does when you build those consistencies like that, what you know now is if a client says, hey, can we meet Friday at 8.30, you know you've got an appointment with yourself to degenerate. So you have a couple of options. You can say, you know what, I've got an appointment. It'll be over around 10 o'clock. I can meet you at 10.30. Would that work? Or would something later in the afternoon be okay? No. Now all of a sudden they say, well, no, that's the only time it works. Well, now I'm prepared to move my time block and replace it. So it's like this. If you erase it, you must replace it. But what I always want to do is protect that time as best I can. So I'm always going to say, and I can be like, hey, I'm making phone calls from 8 to 10. It's, I have an appointment because it is. It's a scheduled appointment for me to do something. 
Would it be possible to do 1030? And 90% of the time, they're going to say, yeah, 1030 is great. Or let's do 11. Or let's do noon. Or let's do Saturday. Or let's do whatever. And you're, and you're going to protect your time block. It's like this. If you had a million-dollar listing appointment and somebody said, hey, can we meet at 8 o'clock? And you had a million-dollar listing appointment at 8 o'clock, what would you do? Would you say, sure, let me reschedule my million-dollar listing appointment to go have a cup of coffee with you? Or would you say, you know what, I've got a listing appointment. Can I do can you do 10:30 or 11? So treat your time blocks for lead generation is extremely important because most people don't value their lead generation time. They just throw it on the calendar and then if it doesn't happen, no big deal. But if you have to replace or erase your lead generation time or anything on your calendar, where are you replacing it for that day? So Joe, you're a guy that's fairly disciplined on on showing up consistently and following time blocks. What have you seen as far as having some success from doing that? Yes, obviously I'm not perfect with the calendar. I still have rooms for improvement, obviously, but there are things that it has been extremely helpful for. And one of those things is when you set appointments and also when you have meetings and things that you're gonna do throughout the day that are very important and making sure you put them on the calendar immediately because a lot of times people will say, hey, I'll put it on my calendar. It never gets on there mm -hmm. and they forget about it or you know, last minute they're like, oh shoot, I have a meeting in an hour, I gotta get ready for it. And that happens to a lot of people, not just in our industry, but everywhere. And then another thing I think is super important is make sure you don't let things become white noise mm -hmm. because you'll have things that you do. And it's I've fallen victim to this as well is, hey, you have something in your calendar every single day and then it's just there every day and you're like, okay, it's not that important to me, it's just white noise. And then you just stop doing it or stop caring yeah. about showing up for it. So yeah. I think that's a big thing. And I think it's easy for everybody to fall into that trap is just let it be white noise. So I think maybe one thing you could do is maybe change the name of the event every single day and make it look different. And then maybe you'll care more about it. So I think it's just those things on making sure that you stick to your calendar. Because the biggest thing that we have against us is time. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to hit your yearly goal, the biggest thing that you're running against is a year. If you had 10 years to hit your goal for one year, you probably wouldn't worry about it and there's a much greater chance you'd hit it. But we only have a year to hit our goal. If we talk about the 12-week year, we only have 12 weeks. So that's why I think calendar management is so important because if you structure your day in your calendar of a highly successful person and stuck to every single thing that you said you were going to do in your calendar, there's no doubt in my mind that you'd be able to hit whatever goal you yeah. set. And I think that's the hardest part for everybody is sticking to your calendar and never missing anything. And I think that'd be a great challenge for everybody in 2023 is – Stick, never miss anything on your calendar. Like everything you put on your calendar, make sure you're there and make sure you put everything in your calendar. Yeah. I think it would make a tremendous difference. That's one thing I'm focusing on is how can I get better at calendar management? Yeah, I agree. The, the, like really your job becomes following your schedule, following your calendar. And to your point on the white noise, like the uh, like the 3 p.m. report your numbers on Friday that goes out on everybody's calendars in our, in our organization, right? It's white noise to a lot of people because you just get used to seeing it, and that's why it doesn't tend to get done. So to Joe's point, make sure there's not white noise in your calendar. It's it's on your calendar because it's important to you, because it's important to your business. And I think another thing to do is look at every night before you go to bed, whenever, before you leave the office, look at your calendar for the next day and see what do I have to do tomorrow. It's going to set you up for a couple of things. One, if you have nothing on your calendar and your goal is to make a pretty lofty income goal, you have to start questioning, why is there nothing on my calendar? All right, if my income goal is $250,000 and I have nothing to do tomorrow and it's a Tuesday, well, is my goal really $250,000? The answer is probably not. Because if it was, you would have something on your calendar that would be pushing your business forward. So Joe's talked about in the past, we've talked about in the past, like a power list. 
what are five things you're going to do tomorrow that are going to push your business forward? So if you have, if you look at your calendar right now and you have nothing on it for tomorrow, I would put five things on there with time blocks that are going to help push your business forward. Maybe there's phone calls, maybe there's follow-up phone calls that you've been needing to make that you've been putting off. Get it done. You should do that right now, actually. But if you don't want to do it right now, put it on your calendar for tomorrow. But put things on your calendar that are going to push your business forward. Lead generation, as we mentioned, that should be on your calendar every single day because every single day that you're in the office, you should be doing something to push your business forward in the form of lead generation, talking to people, following up on leads, calling your database, whatever it is, it needs to be on there. So I think looking at your calendar the night before is extremely important so you can set your day up for tomorrow. So you're not just waking up tomorrow at 5.30 or 6 or 7 or 9, whatever time you get up, and saying, oh, what am I going to do today? You know, well, I'm going to sit around, eat some breakfast. You, you know what I mean? Like, well, there's the other thing, too, where people's happens to realtors all the time. Their phone will ring at 9 o'clock. They get an inspection notice or it's an angry seller saying, oh, I'm not going to do anything for these inspections. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, your day is just in a frenzy. You're spiraling out of control. And then all of a sudden, before you look at your clock, it's one o'clock or two o'clock yeah. and you spent half your day or all day working on this problem when hey if you would have followed your time block and said hey that's i'm sorry to hear that that's a big problem let me deal with it i'll give you a call back this afternoon at three o'clock or whenever if you think about like a plumber an electrician any type of contractor when you call them and you need help or you need you know plumbing or electrical work do you expect them to drop everything and come to you immediately no they're going to say hey let me put you in my calendar mm-hmm. and we'll be here this date this time and boom same thing with yeah. your profession. Whatever you do, you have to treat it the exact same way. Is hey, you can't drop everything for one person. You have other things to deal with. You have other clients to deal with. You have yourself to deal with, and everything else will fall into place. I agree with that because you're absolutely right. People will. I see it all the time. They're like, hey, I'm going to make lead generation from nine to ten o'clock. They get on the phone and then a client calls. They stop. They answer their client's phone call and they stop lead generating. So they have the intention of doing it, and chances are that client. Whatever they call for was not that important. Now, I'm a firm believer in client service, customer service, providing the best service possible. And most problems in real estate can wait 30 minutes. Most problems in real estate can wait 45 minutes. And here's the thing. If it was a big enough problem, why didn't you call them before you started? Like if you knew there was a, if you knew there was a chance of them calling you for some reason, take that call before you even start. Put it on your time block to handle those situations. Now, if they call you because, hey, they found out their sore lateral line is cracked. That's not that big of an emergency as far as like a timely emergency. That's something that needs to be resolved. And unless they found out it's cracked the day of closing or something, you know, but that's, that's, that's pretty unrealistic that that would happen. It's a one-off thing. Yeah, Yeah. And like somebody, I think I can't remember who was in the past. They're like, you know, they, they talked about protecting their lead generation time. And he said he was a team leader. I can't remember who it was, but anyway, he said he was, would protect his lead generation time. And he would tell his staff, he would say, do not bother me with anything. He's like, if a client calls and says their house is on fire, well, they shouldn't be calling me. They should be calling the fire department, right? So there are things like that that we can't handle. But also, don't just stop in the middle of something to take a call that can most likely wait 30 minutes. Now, don't let it drag on for hours and hours and hours and the whole day and avoid the situation. We're not saying that at all. What we are saying is stick to your time blocks. You can text the client, hey, I'm on an appointment. Can I call you in 45 minutes? Can I call you in an hour? Chances are they're going to say, yeah, no problem. And chances are it's not something that needs urgent timeliness. And if it is, those are things that we should be blocking our time to be handling anyway before those calls come. So just be thinking about that from a time block perspective. How are we, one, utilizing our calendar to maximize our efficiency and our effectiveness? 
are we looking at tonight what I need to get done for tomorrow and what does my calendar look like? And does my calendar match my goals? Because I think that's a big thing. If I've got a lofty income goal, as I mentioned, does my calendar match that? Do I have the activities necessary on my calendar to hit the income goal that I want? And for a lot of people, it's no. For a lot of people, their calendar is white space. It's a lot of white space. There's not a lot going on. And when you have white space on your calendar, all that's doing is you're not doing things to intentionally push your business forward. And what happens is when you have so much white space on your calendar and you're not doing the things to push your business forward, you start to get all that doubt, all that fear, all that doubt of like, yeah, is this for me? Should I be doing this? Oh my gosh, I might have to go get a real job. I might have sales probably isn't for me. I don't know if I can make it as a real decision. Fill your calendar up with stuff. Fill your calendar up with time blocks as far as like, what am I going to read? What am I doing for my growth time? What am I doing today to push myself forward in addition to my business? But just fill your calendar up with so much stuff that you're constantly busy doing things that are intentional and that are pushing your pushing yourself and your business forward, not just eating up time. And it's definitely a skill that you have to build. It's not something that's easy by any means. It's very hard, even for people that have done it for a while, myself and probably Michael included. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a skill to build. Like You have to work on this. You're not just going to you know, do it tomorrow and be great at it because obviously you're probably in the habit of just kind of going with the flow and doing things right now if you're not already doing this. So it's a skill that you have to work on and get better on, you know, because it's easy to go in a meeting that's supposed to be an hour and then go 30 minutes over that Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden everything else is pushed back and you're just trying to catch up the entire day. So it's definitely a skill that you have to work on and kind of perfect to really get very good at sticking to exactly on the dot where you should be or what you should be doing every hour of the day. Mm-hmm. And then the second point of that is too, like you said with the power list, you only have five items that you need to do. Right. So when you actually look at your calendar, you really don't have to work that many hours in a day to hit your goals. It's about making sure you protect the time on the important things you need to do to move the business forward and sticking to those times and getting that stuff done. And once that's done, you'll see quite a bit of white space, which you would call quote unquote, free time to really do whatever you want yeah. or schedule whatever things you want to do, you know, in your personal life or on your own or whatever that might look like. So it really doesn't take that much time. I know you said fill your calendar up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But really, as long as you have five critical tasks, at least, and then whatever meetings and everything else fall into place, you'll you'll find that you have a lot of extra time or a lot of free time that falls, you know, before, after, in between all mm-hmm. the other events or things. I agree with that. It doesn't eat up a ton of time to like push your business forward. Isn't taking eight hours a day, you know, now, and that's the difference too, between people that are highly efficient and people that just waste time because some people that are sitting at the office for 12 hours a day, they might be able to get everything that another person might be able to get what they got done in the day in three hours. The person working 12 hours might just like being at the office. Mm-hmm. So that's something to keep in mind too is how intentional am I with what I'm doing within the hours in my time blocks? Is it something where I'm just starting and stopping and kind of like looking at Facebook or doing this and I'm at the office for 12 hours a day and I had four hours of screen time on social media? Well, what if I got everything done and got out of the office in eight hours? Or what if I was able to get everything done in four hours? So being intentional with your time blocks is very important too and knowing like what – and that's why I think it's so important that you know the night before what does your day entail for tomorrow. And because things will pop up, things that especially in a sales role like appointments will pop up. You might get on the phones this morning and set an appointment today. That can happen. So you have to account for that as well, especially as we mentioned before when you're looking to create high income, you have to have a super, super efficient calendar and be planning for those time blocks. So I would block in time every day too for my appointment slots. So and is it going to be perfect? No. But if I shoot in from one to four as appointment time slots, I know now if I set an appointment this morning, I can ask, hey, are you available at one o'clock or would 3.30 be better or 2.30, whatever? 
Uh, no, neither is going to work. Six o'clock tonight. Fantastic. I'll make it happen. But I know if I'm looking at my calendar, what I've got going on tonight, whether it's going to happen or not. Another thing I think is important too is as you grow your organization, what you're going to find is other people are going to start setting appointments for you as well. Like we have staff members setting appointments for us. Like Joe gets uh, like ISAs, inside salespeople that set appointments for him. So it's highly critical now when other people have access to your calendar and they're teeing up appointments for you, it's very critical that you are very good at maintaining your calendar. Like I get a lot of recruitment appointments set on my calendar for me. And if I'm not intentional with my calendar, I'm going to start getting double booked again. Hey, I set a recruit appointment for you. I get notified at one o'clock tomorrow. Say, well, I'm supposed to be on an airplane tomorrow at one o'clock. If that's not on my calendar, well, it's going to make us all look a little silly. So it becomes my job now to make sure I'm doing the best job I can to update my calendar, to make sure everything I've got going on is on there. My unavailable time, my available slots, everything like that. So that when these other people are setting appointments for me, my staff, I'm available. And would you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. It's so important because if you don't, like you said, you're easily going to get double booked. You're going to say, oh, I have something that day. And that makes you look very unprofessional to you know, your staff members or even your customer or client yeah, that you're working with. Definitely. So very important. So the, a lot of this stuff is very, it's simple, not easy. So use your calendar. Of, so for no, people who course. don't have a calendar right now, what we recommend is using Google Calendar. Any, yeah. t- like even if you have a phone, you can do it on your phone, and mm-hmm. you only have to have a Google Calendar. Every smartphone nowadays has some sort of calendar in there, and you can easily set it up if you don't have a Google account. But the easiest one probably to do is just to create a Google account, which most of us have Google, and you can sync it to your phone, your computer, your laptop, or whatever, and it's there everywhere. And you can even get notifications on your phone and on your computer on when an event is coming up or when it's going to be in the next ten minutes. That way you're always looking at it and you can see it everywhere. There's no excuse where yeah. you know, you're know you out walking outside and someone calls you and wants to set an appointment. Boom, it's right there on your phone. You can put it in. Don't have to worry and say, hey, let me go back to my office and check my calendar. It's right in front of you at all check times. Check your paper planner. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and so like our team, we utilize Google Business. So that's a great thing. But you can use the free version to your point. Get a Google account. Set it up. Sync it to your phone. It's simple. It's free. It works really well. You can do Outlook. There are plenty of other things you can use as well. We like Google. We use the Google business thing. Um, But to your point, it's always on your calendar. So you have access to your calendar now 24-7 because most of us have our phone in our hands all the time. So you're always going to know when your calendar is. It's super simple. It's super efficient. You just have to do it. And so I would steer away from the paper calendar stuff unless that's just something you love to have. I still still see some people sell those planners and stuff. Um, And if that's your thing, cool. I like to be just efficient. I know I always have my phone on me, so which means I'm always going to have my quote-unquote planner on me. Um, it just makes it easy. Right? So simple stuff. I get it. It's a basic one today, but it's a basic one that will go a long way when you get in the habit because we see plenty of agents, and Joe's, to Joe's point too, he and I aren't perfect at this this either. We're probably, we'd get like a, I don't know, a B plus, A minus maybe. Um, when it came to calendar management, it can always be better. But make sure we see a lot of people, especially new people into this, that their calendars, they just don't have their their unavailable time on there. Make sure you're putting all of that stuff on there. It's going to make your life easier. It's going to make your life more structured. You're going to look at it every night, know exactly what you need to go do tomorrow. And it's just going to make things a heck of a lot easier for you. And if you get perfect at this too, like to the T, A+, plus, there's really no doubt that you can't be successful. Because if you're doing everything you're supposed to do every single day, not missing any appointments or overbooking yourself, mm-hmm. it's hard not to be successful. Then. It really is. Yeah, I agree. Consistency is the name of the game in any kind of sales role. Perfecting and making a really good calendar, being proficient with it and efficient is going to set you ahead of everybody else. 
That's all we got. Got anything else? That's all we got. See you guys next time. See you next time.